Hello and welcome to Couple Next Door from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. CBS Radio brings you The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. a bit before dinner. Oh, did you have a hard day sightseeing? Oh, we've been on the go every minute. I know now what people mean when they say you really need six months to see everything in Florence. Uh-huh. Betsy and Aunt Effie went in their room to lie down to, and Betsy fell sound asleep. Just hope we can get her up for dinner. Well, I had a very successful day, business-wise, as they say. Oh, good, darling. <laughs> well, where'd you all go? Oh, I can hardly remember the names of the places. We went to the baptistry that had those magnificent bronze doors by Ghiberti. Then we went into the cathedral. It just seemed as though every place you looked, there's some masterpiece. There's a statue by Donatello or a painting by Uccello. Oh, honey, the statues by Michelangelo in the Medici Chapel. Oh, honey, you just have to take time off from business to see those things. You yeah, well, do. as a matter of fact. Oh, we went, we went to some museum and saw the statue of David by Michelangelo. Honey. And you just have to see that. And this afternoon, we went out to see the Etruscan ruins at Fiesola, and they were fascinating. The old Roman theater and, and the Roman baths, you yeah, know. Yeah, well, look, I'm afraid I'm going to miss. Oh, the, and another uh, thing we saw, I should say I saw. Uh, really, I don't think Aunt Effie actually looked at anything. She is so upset because she hasn't heard a word from Mr. Whittaker. Yeah, well, it's too bad. I've been trying to tell you she had her last chance to see anything in Florence because I've wound up my business affairs here and we'll be leaving for Naples tomorrow. Leaving tomorrow? Leaving tomorrow. What, dear, we have a tour schedule to see the Leaning Tower of Pisa tomorrow afternoon. For the umpteenth time, I am forced to remind you that I am in Europe on business. Betsy has to see the Leaning Tower of Pisa. Now, that is a (laughs) must. Well, I'm sorry. We're leaving tomorrow. Now, get Aunt Effie and Betsy up at dinner, because after dinner, we'll have to pack. Buying United States savings bonds has always been a smart thing to do. Today, it's even smarter. Here's why, and there are actually three whys. First off, the new Series E and H bonds now pay off at the brand new interest rate of three and three quarters percent when held to maturity. Every savings bond you bought since June 1st this year carries this new upped interest rate. Secondly, Older bonds are automatically boosted, too, and earn an extra one-half percent interest until their maturity dates. That's automatic. You don't have to do anything about it. And to make the good news complete, all Series E savings bonds, old or new, now carry a 10-year extension privilege beyond their original maturity date. Hold the bonds you have, buy the new ones. Get your name down on paper for the payroll savings plan where you work or the bond-a-month plan where you bank. To make your dreams of the future come true, save regularly with new high-earning United States savings bonds. Oh, honestly, packing and unpacking, that seems to be all I've done for weeks now. Hand me those shoes, will you, dear? I must say it's... 
a part of traveling I don't like, living out of a suitcase. Yeah, well, another two weeks and we ought to be home, so you won't have the problem. These what you want? Yeah, I don't like that either. I love to travel. Of course, now I'm really beginning to get lonesome for Bobby, though. (laughs) And this snapshot of him, your mother said he's grown so, hasn't he? (laughs) Mm, Yeah, yeah. Probably won't know it. <laughs> Look, is Aunt Effie packing? Oh, she put Betsy to bed again right after dinner. She said she was going to pack, but I don't hear her in there. I think she probably went down to ask if there's any mail again. Well, look, there won't be another mail delivery at nine at night. Well, she's so upset about not hearing from Mr. Whittier, and I must say I don't understand it either. He seemed so attentive to her in Paris and so determined to know where we were going to be in Italy so he could be here at the same time. Oh, you know, really, men make me so mad. Look, he probably couldn't change his travel plans at the last minute. He takes just because he meets Aunt Effie and enjoys her company, you're mad at the poor guy because he doesn't rush after her and marry her. Well, he's eligible. Apparently the grain and feed business he has in Montana is successful. He's a widower, he's lonesome, and he liked Aunt Effie, and she certainly likes him. Look how lovesick she was in Venice, my goodness. we should never have sent those flowers and have them delivered to her in Venice like that with the implication that they were from him. All it did was give her, get her hopes up. I told you at the time it was a dumb thing to do. Well, she was happier for a while, anyhow. Honestly, every time I pack this suitcase, I seem to have more to cram in. Well, you keep buying things. Makes me sick to think Betsy isn't going to see the Leaning Tower of Pisa. The one thing she should see, dear, she has to write this report on her trip when she gets back to school. And the Leaning Tower piece is one of the seven wonders of the world, supposedly. And really, dear, I... Margot, come in. Oh, let her in, will you, dear? Yep, 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 yep. Goodness, you finished all your packing, Aunt Effie? No, I will now, though. I just thought I'd tell you, I went down to the lobby to, to see if there was any mail from Martha. Oh, yes. Uh, was there? No. Oh. But I thought I'd tell you that just as I went up to the desk asked for it, who should be there asking for us but the man we met in Paris. Remember? Alvin Whitaker. Do we remember? What do you mean? Of course we remember. Well, isn't that wonderful? Yeah, yeah. Isn't that nice? Aren't you thrilled, Aunt Effie? What's the matter? What's the matter? Well, we sat down in the lobby and talked while we had a cup of tea. Uh And, of course, I said to him, I do want to thank you for the beautiful roses you sent me in Venice. Uh And he said, he said... What roses? Oh, but... oh, okay, okay. Uh, didn't I tell you this would happen? Didn't I tell you? No, look, don't blame me, Aunt Effie. It was her well, idea. I, I, I just I... thought I'd, I never uh, might have never been so embarrassed in my life. Oh, Aunt Effie, I only intended to make you feel better. And I was going to explain it. Yeah. Well, what did he say then? Well, I said I thought they were from him because the card had said, Au revoir, mademoiselle. We've had a little joke about that. Uh, I know, and I, that's why I thought, you know, I'd have... Been... Well, he said oh, he was yeah. sorry he hadn't sent them, that he guessed he should have sent me flowers, but apparently I had another admirer who did remember such things. Uh-huh. And he said he didn't know that I had other interests, and he was certainly not a man who would ever try to butt in on somebody else's territory. Oh. I think that was the way he put oh, it. Oh, Effie, now listen, I will explain to Mr. Whittaker. What the... are you going to explain? That there isn't anybody else interested in me? That I'm not somebody else's territory? I certainly wasn't going to say that. So I had to pretend that... Well, where is he now? Oh, went back to his hotel. We said goodbye, and I told him we were leaving in the morning. Well, I'll go finish my packing. And, Effie, I will think of something to explain to him. Now, what hotel is he at? There is nothing to explain. As a matter of fact, since he didn't even write to me for the past two weeks... I don't think he cares whether he sees me or not. No, why do you say that? He came to Italy, didn't he, when he was supposed to go on to Belgium and Holland? No, I don't think he came to Italy to see me. Uh, Now you know he did. 
Well, he insisted on, on having our schedule of where we'd be and all that. Well, that was two weeks ago in Paris. I don't care that he didn't send flowers, but he would have at least written to me in Venice if he were interested. Well, well maybe he did. Maybe he didn't get the letter. Yes. Oh, he said he wrote to me in Venice, but I'm sure he was just trying to be polite. If he said he wrote, I'm sure he did not. Sure. We don't know much about the mail system in Europe, and if any, maybe it's not as quick as ours, or, or the letter could have gotten lost. Or maybe it arrived after we left Venice. Mm-hmm. Well, I really couldn't be less interested. I'll go finish my packing. Oh, and Evie, wait a minute. Now, where is he staying? Oh, it doesn't matter. Where is he staying? I don't really remember. He told me that I don't remember and I don't care. Oh. I can't see that it matters. I said goodbye and we're leaving in the morning. Oh, anyway. Evie, now, 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 look, I, I want to talk to him. I'll think of something to explain. Look, I am so sorry. It's all my fault. Oh. I, just... <laughs> I don't care in the slightest. Oh. Well, look, he was nice to me in Paris, and I would like to say goodbye to him. Do you mind? No, no. I I think he's staying in the hotel next door, but I'd appreciate it if you said nothing about me, because I really couldn't care less. <laughs> I'll finish my packing. <sighs> hotel next door, that, that's the Baglioni, isn't it? Yeah, well, I hope you're happy with yourself. I hate the word, but boy, you sure loused up this romance, but good. Now, look, I just feel terrible. I wouldn't spoil anything for Aunt Effie for the world. Now, look, you, you, you go over and talk to him. Me? Yes, you. What can I say for Pete's sake? Aunt Effie's right. You, you, you want me to humiliate her further by insisting that she doesn't have another boyfriend? No, no. Well... No, now, please help me, will you? I feel awful enough. Put yourself in his place. What kind of an explanation would you believe? I have no idea. I said this thing would backfire into one big mess, didn't Tell I? Him, listen, listen, listen. Tell him we did it to tease her. Tell him it was a joke, and we, we thought she'd know it was a joke. And when she didn't, we didn't have the heart to tell her. Oh, yeah. I... Then he'll know she's at least interested in him. Oh, don't look at me like that. Now, you're, not, now you're the talker in this family. You go find him, please. And I don't care what you say, but bring him back. <laughs> We'll return to the couple next door in just a moment. Honestly now, the CBS radio family is something to shout about. No need to shout, though. We'll just quietly tell you a little about our lineup of the top names in radio today. Each weekday, for instance, that's five times a week, Monday through Friday, you can hear, and I'd better take a breath here, Arthur Godfrey, Art Linkletter, Gary Moore, Bert Parks, Hermione Gingold, Pat Buttram, Amos and Andy, Andy Griffith, Burns and Allen and Bob and Ray, each with their own shows. On Saturdays, over most of these stations, you'll also hear the Steve Lawrence Show. And on Sunday, CBS Radio's Mitch Miller greets other glittering stars from the fabulous world of show business. We might mention, too, as an extra added attraction for most listeners... CBS Radio sends its microphones all around the land to bring you some of America's foremost named bands. And let's not, by any means, forget the winning seven daytime serials. Put them all together, they spell CBS Radio, the star's address. apologize to you, Aunt Effie, and to you, Mr. Whittaker. It was a little joke of mine, just to tease Aunt Effie, and I guess it wasn't very funny. Well, now, the path of true love never did run smooth. How <laughs> the true love? We hardly know each other. Well, you're going to have plenty of chance to get to know me. <laughs> now, look, I want to see Italy, and it doesn't matter where I go or when. 
So if you can put up with my company, I just figured I'd sort of tag along. Go where you go. <laughs> Wonderful, don't you, dear? Well, yes, yes, I, I should say so. Of course, we're planning to leave for Naples by train in the morning. And it makes me just sick. Betsy hasn't seen the Leaning Tower of Pisa, and she's wanted to go so badly. Here we had a tour scheduled to go to Pisa by bus tomorrow afternoon. Well, by golly, if Betsy wants to see the Leaning Tower of Pisa, why don't we rent a car? Drive to Naples. We'll stop in Pisa on the way. Oh, that would be fun. Oh, no, no, well, wait, wait a minute. Well, that would be very nice of you, Mr. Whitaker, but actually renting a car involves a lot of red tape at the last minute. Besides, I've got to be at Naples early Wednesday morning. Oh, well, you leave the details to me, son. You're here on business. The rest of us are just tourists. I got nothing to do but make arrangements, and I'll take all that off your shoulders. Oh, well, I look, but there's no reason why you should do that, oh, after dear. all. Well, you're letting me join your party, aren't you? Gets <laughs> lonesome traveling alone, so I'll furnish the car. That's my contribution. Oh. No, 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 no. Don't object, I insist. Well. Now, you come with me, Abby, down to the lobby while I arrange for a car bright and early in the morning. <laughs> you just leave things to me, son. Oh, honey, isn't it nice it's all worked out so well? I mean, Mr. Whittaker just seems to take over, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, he sure does. I got a feeling that Mr. Whittaker is going to turn out to be more than we bargained for. The Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Margaret Hamilton and Robert Dryden and is produced by Walter Hart. 